0: What's up, travelers? Dalton here, bringing you an update on a new way to support the show via Patreon. We just launched our Patreon page, and as a listener, you can support monetarily via four different tiers, starting as low as $1 a month, uh, for just general support, or you can choose a higher tier and reap a little bit of extra benefits. Patreons will receive exclusive ad-free episodes. Two bonus episodes a month that will cover like manga chapter reviews. We just released our manga chapter review of the prologue chapter, which was a doozy. And uh, we'll also do some other things like lore deep dives on like artifact sets, character lore deep dives, and also review episodes of the anime once they start coming out now that Genshin finally announced that they're working with Ufotable. Um, we'll also be doing special shout-outs, merch, and more. The show's regular weekly episodes will remain free, so no worries there if you choose to save your money for your crystal top-up and you're saving up for Sino or Nahita. You can still support the show by, you know, leaving reviews on podcast apps like Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Or, honestly, probably the best way to support is just telling others about the show so we get some more people in our Discord. All these ways are still seriously extremely appreciated. But if you are interested in becoming a patron, you can head over to patreon.com slash hoyocast. You can choose a tier there that best suits you um, and enjoy all the bonus uh, goodies that you get from becoming a patron. Again, that's patreon.com slash hoyocast, H-O-Y-O-C-A-S-T, and become a patron. We greatly appreciate it. Thanks, and enjoy the episode. What's going on, travelers? Thank you for tuning in to the twenty-fifth episode of The Resonance, a weekly Genshin Impact podcast. I'm your host, Dalton, and with me, as always, is Pharaoh.
1: Yo, 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 what's up?
0: How are you this week?
1: Doing pretty good. Um, we've been playing a lot of League of Legends. I finally converted you. So yes. that's been fun.
0: Yeah, I um I I gotta say, when I I I have been favoring League over Genshin this like whole past week. Like in <laughs> It'll wear off, trust me. <laughs> league in every form. Like the card mm-hmm. game, um, Wild Riff when I'm like not at my computer, league mm-hmm. when I'm on my computer, Arcane when I don't feel like playing games. Like it's just every form of league I can consume pretty much, I'm consuming it.
1: There you go. It's a brave new League of Legends world out there, people.
0: The the only thing is I will say is that when i'm not playing league like actual league like on the pc with friends i'm like very hesitant to play like i'm very like scared to play by myself and just like pug it
1: honestly i get that but i i'm i'm at the point where like i don't play like i don't even remember the last time i played the game alone like it's just kind of like a ritualistic thing where me and my buddies will will hop on at night and we'll all get on like so almost everyone how should i say no one in my friend group really plays alone. We're all like, hey, do you guys want to hop on? And then, like, at least one other person has to say yes, or otherwise no one gets on.
0: So, okay, gotcha. Yeah. No, it's, so it's, that's okay. been, it's been super fun to just, like, learn and play. And, and I feel like from from the first day that I played, I feel like I'm getting a little bit better. Now I just need to, like, work on making, like, smarter decisions, like, not <laughs> using, like my like, my jump with Tristana, like, just, like, willy-nilly... Sometimes, like, I'll see someone who's, like, super low, and I'll just be like, I gotta jump because I can land right on them, and they're gonna die. But then as soon as I do that, like, two other people grab me, and it's just like, I just make dumb decisions like that. It's chaos.
1: It's chaos, yeah. It takes a a little bit of weathering. But uh, at least Legends of Runeterra, the card game, that will teach you and prepare you for the Genshin card game that's gonna be coming. So there you go.
0: Very true, yeah. And I'm enjoying that. It's just... I feel like I have to replay a bunch of the areas just to, like, level up.
1: In L.O. Uh, well, y- yes. In Path of Champions, you're talking about? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you definitely do. But, like I said, good practice for the for the Genshin one, so it's yeah, never going to hurt.
0: Um, all right, so we got a little bit of news. Mostly excited to talk about the stuff that they, like, the new info that they gave us about Sumeru Adventure Journal's Trail of the Sea of Sand, which is going to give us a little sneak peek of basically everything that's going to be going on in the desert. Um, Very similar to what they did with foresty jungle, rainforesty part of Sumeru. Um, So we're going to get a little look at that. We're going to talk about Sino and a little bit about his kit. And then we're going to cover all of the rest of the Archon quest. And that's going to be uh, covering Lost in Prosperity, which is right when you get to Port Ormos. And then we're going to go all the way through to Act 2. That way we're just caught up. That And if you did play... Or you didn't play you know i'm giving you a heads up now that obviously that's going to be spoiler territory if you didn't catch up on the archon quest but in like three days we get 3.1 so yeah if you didn't finish you may want to finish now and then you're starting fresh or you know or don't <laughs> i don't <laughs> it doesn't bother me but i finished this like a weekend because there was just a ton to do in Sumeru. so yeah all right let's get into it so first in the news we have the I can finally play Genshin Impact series, which was very similar to the oh, what was the first one called?
1: I don't remember what it was called, but I remember I was saying I felt like they put it out there to increase the population of, of yeah, China. <laughs> I get what you're saying.
0: It's like a dra- It was like a drama series, basically. Oh yeah,
1: yeah, that's right. It it was like a K drama, or I guess not a K drama in this case, but yeah, yeah. definitely
0: one of those. So these I feel like were were really good. Um, so there's three there's three different chapters. Basically, it's called "I Can Finally Play Genshin Impact," and it gives you like three scenarios where uh, three guys are basically trying to play Genshin Impact like all day, and they can't because things come up in the way. And there's a family chapter, a workplace chapter, and a campus chapter. I can I'll I'll talk about the family chapter. Uh, we don't have to talk about all of them, but uh, th- mm-hmm. they're they're just like really good. Like compared to the first. Ones that they did, these are, like, incredibly better.
1: Yeah, they resonate a lot more, that's for sure.
0: Yeah, and I resonate extremely well with the first one, which is the family chapter, because, obviously, like, I have a kid, and I'm pretty sure I've I've mentioned this before, but I have a five-year-old, and I read books to him all the time, and that's basically what this dad is doing. And, like, while he's reading the book about Snow White, he, Mm -hmm. like, is saying, like, words from the book and replacing them with, like, Genshin... Terms, yeah, yeah. Terms like slime and he was like, oh, and her friends are called Hillertrals, and like he falls asleep like while reading the book. I have done this where my kid is like falling asleep and I'm reading a book, and I like pull out my phone and I start playing like while I'm like (laughs) half half ass reading him a book. I've done this before, and he like like doesn't even like face him. He's just like, oh yeah, whatever. But like it was extremely funny because at the end of it, the his daughter goes to school and tells. Like a story to her like classmates, yeah. and she's like talking about Snow White, but and then but then talks about and uses like the Genshin terms like the Hillatrolls and the Slimes and like even the says like abyss the Spiral Abyss, like that yeah. that had me rolling.
1: <laughs> yeah, that one that one was a pretty good one. I mean, obviously I, I didn't pull anything from it from real experiences, but oh, yeah. yeah, it was it was definitely good. I could see how it would happen. I think it's actually the most like realist. Actually, no second most realistic of the bunches yeah
0: what do you think is the the most realistic out Dude, of the other the, two?
1: The, i think the one that everyone hits at some point is the guy's trying to play um and his girlfriend is like oh, oh yeah, yeah, he's, yeah.
0: Try- <laughs> he's just trying to get her off the phone so we can play i've been there at like a very early portion of my life where like especially in like middle school or like early high school is just like you're you're just trying to play but like your girlfriend doesn't want to hang up the phone yeah and yeah i've, I've been there
1: <laughs> yeah the the only thing that i like i thought was just ironic about the whole thing was that at the very end there you solve him like you know he she finally hung up the phone with him and he was like all right boys time to play and then <laughs> they all run to their computers like and then it looks like they're battling it almost looks like if it was an mmo game right like it it would be perfect like a land instead, party. Right, right right but instead it's really just all of them going and individually playing their own game afterwards and i'm like oh that's kind of sad but
0: all right but also very realistic it's very like totally genshin
1: but yeah it was i mean they're really good and then i guess the last one was the work one right
0: yeah, where a guy is like at work. He tries to pull his phone out while working, and his boss kind of like a douche and like throws some more work on him. He has to stay late. Then he gets in the bus and he wants to play, but he just basically keeps getting interrupted at work. And then as soon as he's like at the load screen while the sitting power. at home, <laughs> the power goes out. <laughs> yeah. Which is like extremely funny.
1: Then the dog ate the controller or something like yeah, that. Yeah, the dog. he the wakes up
0: and the dog's eating the PS5 controller when the power goes back on. Yeah unfortunate unfortunate so those are really good check those out I, th- I thought they were very funny
1: yeah they're quick like two two and a half minute videos something like that
0: we have the sumeru adventure journals trail of the sea of sand we have three volumes uh volume one is the great red sand and we'll jump right into it so basically gives you some screenshots of some landmarks in the western part of sumeru which is known as the great Re- great red sand can't talk today <laughs> we have a new um Big Hairy Bull. Did you see this?
1: Big Hairy Bull to the max, dude. This yep. one looks good.
0: Yeah. Uh, we got the Desert Sumter Beast. So they're basically just like um adaptation of the shaggy Sumter Beast that we see in the foresty part of Sumeru. And they basically just like adapted.
1: Yeah, it looks kind of armadillo-like now. Yeah. Very cool looking. I, yep. I dig it.
0: I agree. I honestly like this one better, I think. He just looks cuter. Bro, what? Yeah, he looks cuter. Like, look at his face, just like, buried in the sand. Like, you're the other on ones, something. No. no. The other ones, like, you can't even see their face, and these have just like, a squished face. They're so cute.
1: You're, you're absolutely crazy right now. <laughs> and it looks like? I, I don't know what you're talking about. There's if no you look way o- this is cuter.
0: <laughs> if you look, if you look underneath the, the, um, high-res photo of them, I guess you want uh-huh. to call, or just like the screenshot. I mean,
1: it's got a a, a cuter little doodle of it, but yeah. I mean, but he's
0: pushing. I think he's pushing the tumbleweed. Yeah, it looks like he's playing with it. If I see one of those playing with the tumbleweed, instantly cuter,
1: bro. No, all right, not even close. Okay, we gotta hold a um on Spotify. We gotta hold a uh, little rating thing that you can add on there where people can vote in.
0: We can't. We can't do that. Oh, man. Yeah, I we can't. We, we we can do that on Twitter. Like, I can definitely put a tweet out that says which Sumter beast is better, Shaggy or Desert, and we'll see.
1: Please, or or better, yeah, we can do it in the Discord. I'm sure. I we mean, we can do, do both. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Let's do it everywhere. Let's blast it because people okay. need to answer this.
0: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Man, we have. I just. I'm just so disappointed in you right now. Okay. <laughs> we have scorpions, large arthropods that live beneath the sandstone. I believe we're gonna get like a material from these guys. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Well, oh, oh wait, no, it was. No, the, I don't the, think so. You're right. You're right. I'm sorry. Yeah, not a material. It's uh, something different. Yeah. Um, but most definitely gonna be able to add these to our teapot, which I think is really cool. Yeah, I like agree. at least. Not confirmed, but I'm pretty sure we're going to be able to add these.
1: This one, I think so. I mean, I'm still, like, I'm upset that we can't uh, capture the Sumter beasts, beasts still. Yeah. But, um, yeah, these ones are small enough that I think they'll let us put it in.
0: We have Red Vultures, Large Birds That Consume Remains. I mean, they're they're not, like, anything really special, but I like that they added them. And I would probably compare these to the Rishba- uh Rishbowl and Tigers.
1: yeah. Um, oh yeah, I think that they look actually pretty cool like i i do I do like them, and yeah, one like you said, it's just like another thing to kind of fill out the world I and mean, make it feel a little more alive.
0: We have scarabs, which are just hardy beetles that dwell in the desert. Its shell has patterns on it that resemble those that mark the ancient desert ruins, so you can pretty much just tell that they're gonna have some sort of like significance or you'll probably see some ties to them um in some of the landmarks in in the desert. They look yeah. cool. Um, I love their coloring. They're not yeah. just like plain black beetles. They're like golden, like brown. Yeah, pretty interesting design. Uh, we have the quicksand unagi. Uh, basically just like sand snakes that you can get that are like very similar to the ones that you can get for your teapot right now. They're just like yellow, greenish, gold, and uh, yeah. red. They look cool. Yeah, good addition. We also have the oh man. We also have a new like a it's it's a nut. I'm not going to pronounce the first word. I'll butcher it anyway. Um, but it's a fruit that grows on trees. Obviously, it's it's like your sunsetia or your lavender melon food source amongst the desert peoples.
1: Yeah, no, that one looks pretty cool. I I think that I I think I got the name here. la Nach nut. la Nach. Yep. Ajila no.
0: Okay. I Whoa. like this, this, I like this, yeah, this is pretty good. I like, I can, I can pronounce this one. Red Crest. That was easy. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Fantastic. Thank you. Yeah, top tier pronunciation there. <laughs> uh, so this is a cactus fruit. It's a red. I I like this one. This one looks really cool. It's a vibrant crimson fruit. Um, Probably just used for cooking or level up material or something. But yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um. But that's it for the first Sumeru Adventure Journal. The second one is exploring the ruins of King Deshret. This will contain some information on how to solve puzzles for some mechanisms, but...
1: I feel like it's information you want. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> yeah.
0: So the first one is the plinth of the secret rites. When exploring the ruins, you sometimes encounter such control units. You can use them to control various mechanisms of the ruins, for example, to disable roadblocks. These seem pretty similar to what we saw in like Enka Nomia yeah um basically the same yeah we also have primal embers these energy aggregation known as primal embers are commonly (laughs) scattered throughout the ruins travelers need to unleash and pursue primal embers to activate primal torches again just like another puzzle thing
1: typical mechanic that we've seen yeah
0: yeah primal embers are very fragile and can be blown away by the strong winds generated by the giant fan blades if you played breath of the wild yeah They had something like this where, like, there were, like, balls that rolled around. And then also if you played Jedi Fallen Order in, like, some of those ruins, you had to, like, open up fans and they blew the balls around and you had to get them to, like, land on a platform. It's very similar to that. Mm -hmm. To allow primal embers to reach the destination smoothly, travelers can try the following methods. You can use an unlit primal sconch along the travel path that can serve as transit points en route. And you can wait for moments when the fan blades stop moving or look for a way that can cause them to stop altogether. So just a little puzzle. Uh, This next screenshot is the one that I'm most excited about because of the statue in the background. The Mm -hmm. beam transmission in the ruins. In the ruins, you will find a combination of mechanisms that transmit primal beams. Connect them and something special might just happen. These uh, These beams can sometimes be blocked by walls. You can use an obscuring cell to cause walls to become transparent illusions which should help the primal beams pass through. That's pretty cool.
1: Yeah, I mean, I like the, um, like, we've seen this mechanic before, except the new wall obscurity
0: thing is is a new aspect to it, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, we have the Verity Cell. When exploring Sumeru, travelers may encounter objects that have had their original appearances obscured. There are similar objects in the ruins of King Deshrit. You must use Verity cells to make invisible objects reappear. I like this. It's pretty cool. But it's very Mm. similar to, it's actually like a reskin of little floating seeds that you had to stop with like Electro to get it to show like the torches in the rainforest part of Sumeru. It's basically Uh, like a reskin. Yeah. We have the Primal Sandglass. So this is a massive hourglass and when you touch it will flip and start to mark time. You can rotate all the nearby primal sand glasses before this giant ones sand runs out um, and you may gain some unexpected boon. So that's pretty cool. I like that new like flip on.
1: New timer mechanic. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Create ruined devices. These energy aggregates are called forged primal lights. You get close to them you pick them up and then take them with you uh, and you can carry them to uh, approach a special type of platform known as a replicator keystone to create ruined devices most of the ruined devices mentioned above can be created using this replicator keystone, which will help you explore deeper into ruins. So basically in a, a lot of the previously mentioned puzzles, you are using this replicator to basically create um, tools to help you with all those, which I think is pretty cool.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's an interesting mechanic.
0: Yeah. I think it helps with like the mundane. Um, what am I trying to say? It's like, the mundane like useless gadgets that we get that just kind of sit in the inventory
1: oh yeah I agree and that's a I'm I'm glad that they or at least if if it is indeed that uh, something we kind of take the place of it I hope it is because honestly it it is silly that we get so many gadgets that we will never use again
0: Uh, on that topic do you have issues with like inventory management outside of like every now and then you probably like run out of space for artifacts and you have to like kind of level some up
1: Mm. No, not really. I okay. mean, I, I have a little like OCD issue with the, you know, whenever I look at the the clutteredness of the of certain pages where I just don't use any of the stuff. And the gadget list is a good example of that. Gotcha. And I'm just like, oh, I don't use any of this. <laughs> I wish I could get rid of it,
0: but I can't. But that's so yeah, just disorganizational stuff. Gotcha. We also have the primal obelisk. The primal obelisk was one of the hallmarks of the civilization that King Deshret built. You will search for sacred seals that were once found on the obelisks, but are now scattered throughout the ruins, and you may discover now long-lost secrets. Locate the direction in which the lost seals have been scattered using the obelisk remnant power. That's pretty cool. It's just like, at least it helps you find it. You're not just like searching in the sand for like some random item. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Travelers may encounter situations where you're unable to use mechanisms because of clearance, which mm-hmm. basically is just adventure progress so you may need to um explore a little bit more or probably go for a little bit forward in the story to unlock most mechanisms i feel like they did this a lot in inazuma with like the tree and the electrograna. yeah yeah i agree all right so we also have the this strange triangle is which is volume three of the adventure journal basically this adventure journal just goes over a little bit more about the certain enemies that we're going to find in the desert Mm -hmm. so we have the Which these are a completely different aeromite compared to what we've been fighting so far in Sumero,
1: yeah, much better ones,
0: yes, um, they have some awesome things, uh, I would just say like check it out if you wanna see it or if you wanna be surprised, but the designs are just like way cooler. They have an infused form, basically, um where i f- I feel like we're we're getting like some elemental like damage now from these guys,
1: probably, yeah.
0: The Aramite Stone Enchanter just looks like a huge tank. It looks like they're kind of manipulating some of the, like, ruin uh, like ruin machinery as, as, like, weapons, basically. Yeah. But the first one is the Aramite Stone Enchanter, probably going to be geo-infused. And then we have the Aramite Gale Hunter, which is the uh, what looks to be, like, the female version of the Aramite, uh, like, enemy. But they have, like, a huge bow. And they have this like mechanical, like Wyvern almost.
1: Yeah. Which is, it looks, looks really cool. I was about to say, it looks very cool actually.
0: So there's that. We also have the Primal Constructs, which we kind of talked about a little bit. There are mm-hmm. three forms we have Prospector, we have Reshaper, and we have the Repulsor, which the Repulsor kind of just like looks like shields. So they're probably just going to like um, reflect damage back to you. Not sure what the other two will do, but it does say that their cores enter an invisible state, so when they're firing their components out, and it mentions to use catalyzed reactions or hitting them with electro attacks to make your fights easier. mm mm-hmm. They look cool. I like that they have, like, different forms and do different things, so I just hope that I hope, but I know, you know, like, um keep your, you know, like, my hopes are kind of down low, but mm-hmm. They could make these really cool if they were, like, actually challenging to deal with, but I feel like they're just going to, like, melt, basically.
1: You know, you say that, but then actually dealing with them, and especially farming with them, like, then you're like, oh, God, why aren't these more simple? Um, but, yeah, I just, my my thing is I just hope that they don't float too high. <laughs> 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 That's my only yeah. thing. Or they don't bounce back a billion feet whenever you hit them. Um, yeah. So, yeah, like as long as those two things aren't applied, I'm good with whatever you want me to do.
0: With them. <laughs> um, I mean, they they look really cool. I, I don't think that they will float too high based on if you if you look at the if we look at the next one. I know that this is a world boss, but this is the algorithm of semi intransient matrix of overseer network boss, uh, which is the yeah. crazy name.
1: He, this one, for sure, going to be... Honestly, looks really fun to play against. Love oh, the yeah. mechanics that it's using. Love that it's doing new stuff. But yeah, farming this is going to be the worst thing ever.
0: <laughs> yeah. I love that it has... It shoots its components out, and then it goes invisible, and then you're just fighting the components, but the components even have health bars, so... Yeah. Like, it's... I feel like... I don't know, I could, you know... I'm kind of trying to like bite my tongue while I say this, but this looks like it might be like the first boss where you would want to like world boss at least where you might want some help. If,
1: I feel like that very much depends on your level and characters. I have That's a feeling true. that I will blow through this without any issue, <laughs> but it's just going to take a second or two to figure out the mechanics behind it. But I think for newer players and stuff, yeah, like this is something that they'll definitely um, you know need need some friends with. Yeah. Or some matchmaking, yeah.
0: If you fail to con- cancel the cord's invisibility for too long, the enemy will begin to display its power by using a mighty overclocked attack. I, I love this because wh- it says that and then it shows like a gif of it actually using it and only does like a thousand damage to the Traveler. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, You can use Catalyze or use Electro attacks on it during such times as the fired components have been destroyed um, and need to recover to cancel this invisibility. So very cool. They look they look I mean, it looks fun to fight for now until you actually have to fight it. You're you're absolutely right.
1: Yeah, but I, I do appreciate um the more innovative techniques that they're using for world
0: bosses and stuff for, for sure. sure. Sino, we got a little bit more details on Sino. Let's start with just his um his basic information. Okay. So I know he has a pole arm. Uh, his affiliation is the Temple of Silence, which I'm, pro- I'm sure we're going to get a little bit of a look into that when we jump into the update. His birthday is June 23rd, mm-hmm. and his English voice actor is Alejandro Saab, who I've actually been following on Twitter a lot recently, oh, even, really? bef- even before he was officially um, announced as the voice actor for right. Sino, because he's done actually a bunch of other stuff. He's done Dragon Ball Legends. He was shallow. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, right. Duh. He's Leon in Pokemon. Duh.
1: Oh, okay. Well, then, yeah. Already great points there.
0: Yeah. So that's that's kind of where I heard him, and then I heard Sino's voice, and I was just like, he sounds familiar. So I looked it up, and yeah. Nice. But very cool. So Sino's ascension materials have been officially announced. So you're going to use the purple electro amethyst crystals that you can get from like the electro hypostasis, basically anything that's electro- um, a new scarab material, which can only be uh, grabbed in the desert. So um, you can't pre-farm for that right now. Uh, he's also taking cursed scrolls, which I believe you get from the hillitrolls I believe that is. Mm-hmm. Or is I that? So. Yeah, I think it's the hillitrolls And then you're also going to be using the Regis Vine Electro Fruit Cores for him as well. His talents are going to be the teachings of Admonition, Uh, He's going to use the hand weekly boss material uh, from Raiden Shogun.
1: Which is the coolest weekly boss material um, aesthetically that I've ever seen. Oh,
0: yeah, I agree. Yeah, very cool. And I like the green mixed in with it and everything as well. Mm -hmm. Um, And then again, cursed scrolls and obviously the higher tiers of all these materials. So you can pretty much farm for everything except for the, the scarab right now. We get a little bit of m- little bit of gifts on his like attacks, his normal attack, his skill, and mm-hmm. his burst. Not too much that's like super interesting as far as like damage wise. We don't really know.
1: Yeah, we're not getting scaling on anything or hard numbers.
0: Right, so probably not worth like going into at least right now until we know a little bit more. Um, but his favorite food. Pharaoh loves his favorite food: rice, meat, dried (laughs) nuts mixed with some yogurt. Mm. Yeah,
1: so that is that's meat like meat and yogurt together has got to be the weirdest thing I've ever seen. Like, no, thank you, I'll pass on that. So, (laughs) Um, I think uh, I was saying I, I I'm pretty sure he's that kind of guy that's just like he doesn't eat because he enjoys a meal. He probably eats because he needs sustenance and just like basically gets all the macro micronutrition he needs is just from one meal it's like boom I don't care what it tastes like or if it looks disgusting that's what it is
0: he says you can feel the aroma seeping out with the steam as you cut into the crispy outside
1: that does sound like a guy who likes his food I guess
0: uh it says it doesn't even take very long to make definitely my favorite dish
1: well maybe I'm wrong he actually enjoys it
0: Uh, gross (laughs) that's a little bit about sino um mentions that he likes the tcg which i'm sure we're all gonna like when it comes out
1: (laughs) still surprised that's not being monetized let me just say that uh it's
0: but yeah it's a thing okay and then we also have the version 3.1 new weapon overview so this is going to go off of the weapon based on a level 90 and refinement rank 1 so we got the staff of the Scarlet Sands, which is the pole arm, appropriately for Sino, which mm-hmm. is a crit rate weapon. So at uh, level 90 and refine, refinement rank one, its base attack is a 542, crit rate 44.1%. This is going to take Oasis Garden Remnants, which is a new um, ascension material that we don't have yet. We also have the Chaos Storage, which you're going to get from like the um, the two new ruin drakes um, in Sumeru and then also fungal spores Um, and this will be the exclusive 5 star weapon obviously in the wanderlust invocation wish or um, I'm sorry in the weapon event wish it will not be available in the standard wanderlust invocation wish right the effect for this is the equipping character gains 52% of their elemental mastery as bonus attack and when an elemental skill hits the opponent, the Dream of the Scarlet Sands effect will be gained for 10 seconds. The equipping character will gain 28% of their LML mastery as the bonus attack with a max of 3 stacks. It's pretty cool.
1: Yeah, that Definitely can stack good up to like, quite a bit.
0: Yeah, especially with the reactions. Especially if you have like a good off-field like burst that goes around mm-hmm. and then you're using that EM for reactions. Very good. Yeah, exactly. We have the Mak'Hara aqua marine claymore um which is an em claymore i'm not gonna go too far into this it looks cool just don't know i'm assuming this is probably gonna be good for dory with the em maybe
1: yeah probably
0: and then we also have the missive windspear polearm which is a attack percentage 41.3 percent. again a little bit of an effect with em in there not too sure who this would be good for
1: Oh this is meant for him for his four star.
0: You think basically.
1: so? Probably.
0: With the f- with a attack per- well, I guess attack uh, percentage. Well, that
1: that's a that's a good question actually. I need to see numbers before I can say anything hard. Right. Um but yes, like I, I think this is going to be a potential one of the potential four star options,
0: right? Um this event uh this weapon the Mississippi windspear polearm will be available It is an event-exclusive four-star weapon, so it'll be in the event, and the refinement materials and everything will be in of Ballads and Brews. I think we mentioned that before. Yeah. All right, that's the end of the news. Yep, that's pretty much it. There were some little things here and there, like OST stuff, but the bulk of this episode I feel like is going to be focused on the later half, which we're going to, after the break, we're going to go in and talk about the rest of Act 1, and then just completely cover Act 2, which... In in th- in theory it's a really long Archon quest, but when you go to talk about it, there's not much to talk about. So let's head into the break and then when we come back we'll talk about the Archon quest. <laughs> we are back from our break okay so lost in prosperity uh we go to port ormos which we were sent there by i believe it was Dea. i think Dea gave us that um that yeah. lead and um when we get there you were basically come over and we are eavesdropping on some members of the eramite group that support the scarlet king which which presumably the scarlet king is is dead or is not uh, maybe not dead but is just not present like with us in yeah, Sumer, some form right?
1: of stasis or something some right. some something to be reawakened from
0: basically yeah. so we're basically um looking for this we're looking for information on the scarlet king basically and we go over and we try to deceive them basically by trying to um say oh we're we're part of the Eremites or whatever and we are trying they'll ask for money and we are basically trying to buy our way in with Mora to get this information and when we do um al walks up um and reveals to us that we're we're basically just getting scammed. Yeah. What are your what are your first thoughts on al I
1: dig him, dude. I mean, he's no edo. Like let me make that crystal clear right
0: now. I mean, he's he's not Ito. His arms are much bigger, so definitely not (laughs) Ito.
1: I wish this wasn't a PG podcast. (laughs) Um. Anyway, he is—he's a cool dude. Um. I do like him, but yeah, like I feel like you—you have to compare him and Ito together. But yeah, he's—he's a definitely a cool dude. He doesn't have like that amazing of a personality yet but i he does have that very anime look to him you know what i mean if i'll tell you this if i had one guy coming in to save me in a terrible situation i would probably pick him to do it because i feel like he he would come in and know exactly what he's doing you
0: know what i mean yeah no you're absolutely right he definitely like at least so far in the in the story and even in just this scene he definitely knows what he's doing and can definitely hold his own for sure.
1: Yeah, yeah. Which, he looks. There's an air of confidence about him. Sure. Put it to you like that.
0: And we kind of see that because he basically like makes a deal with these eremites that he's gonna fight them, which is like mm-hmm. extremely funny to me. Like he, like he's making plans with them to be like, "Hey, well let's fight." Yeah. And Al <laughs> Alhatham kind of has this. um, this tie somehow to the leader of, of, of this group, because he even mentions like, I'll let your leader know about this or something like that. Right. He, he does know exactly what we're looking for. And we're looking for, um, an item called a knowledge capsule. And these are basically cans of knowledge. How do you feel about this? you know i know know you weren't very happy with like the akasha system so i was wondering what you felt about like these canned knowledge
1: i feel i fall into the same category basically it's just it's especially relative to everything else it feels very odd to me but at a certain point i'm just like well i'm along for the ride you know so let's let's see where it takes us it is what it is yeah so yeah what about you? Are you because I think you were in the same category as me before,
0: like a little over
1: the top on the on the tech end. Yeah, um, it
0: was it was the what threw me. I was OK with like Akasha system, like mm-hmm. allowing people to like exchange information and like know stuff like that. I was OK with until I saw like the Tony Stark's like glasses uh, like interface. Yeah, and I pulled up like a picture of like the person that they were looking at and all that. It was, that was a little too much for me.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. I just uh, I feel like everyone's just walking around with a Bluetooth headset, too. And it, yeah, and basically. It's like,
0: <laughs> come on now. <laughs> so, Al basically offers to tell us a little bit more about this knowledge capsule if we find a person named Dory. So, um, we are basically sent by Al to go get some information from Dory. Um, and as we all know, Dory loves Mora. So, he, he basically funds us to go talk to dory which says a lot about al character because i think the the pretty much the last time this happened when we were getting funded they it was child funding us in leeway and it like child was bad so immediately when al started funding us money i instantly thought that like okay al <laughs> may not may not be good
1: right um i that thought did not cross my my head at that point okay. but um that was that w- that's a fair call for sure
0: yeah Al Haitham also warns us about the Matra, which is basically mm-hmm. the academia's uh, knowledge police, essentially. Yeah. So we now know that Sino is part of that group. He's actually the general Maha Matra. Mm-hmm. So we got a little bit, like a tidbit of information prior to even knowing about, maybe not knowing about Sino, but knowing like who he like what he was a part of. So, right. um, So basically, Al-Haytham warns you about the Matra because they are the knowledge police. And that's pretty much why you see Al-Haytham and Sino fighting in pretty much like every trailer you see them in. Yeah. So another, now, I didn't put this, like, I didn't put that, like, together when I was playing through this uh, this act. But now I see, like, oh, okay, Al-Haytham is doing something with knowledge that he shouldn't be. And Sino is fighting him on it, and I like love that because I do really. I think Sino and Hytham are probably like my two favorite characters from this update. Oh, like definitely. so far.
1: Yeah, I 100% agree with that. Um, their top three favorite characters. Period. I think. Right. Like the the only other one being
0: Ido. Right. Um. So he gives us this like. Informant code chart, which is basically just like things like questions and answers. It's basically like uh, like ciphering, or what's the, what's the word I'm looking for? They're like code words, basically. It's code, yeah, yeah. Basically, you are talking to people to try to find your way to Dory. When you do, you kind of barter with her, and really, even though it's like no cost to you, you're still bartering with her um, to get to get uh, to get her to give you information. Now, she, you actually get the um the can knowledge from her you you pick Mm -hmm. a can knowledge from her and like uh she kind of gives you a deal and um paimon kind of does like like roll us right into it to basically make us get um like another can knowledge right it's like sword Mm -hmm. fighting techniques that's basically like to show you how to fight and with that can knowledge you know you make your way over to meet with al-hytham And it turns out that Al-Haytham is interested in the Divine Knowledge Capsule, um, as many other groups are. It's very hard to get a hold of this because nobody really has the funds, but there's a secret auction taking place. And Al-Haytham has basically worked his way in with all these other groups with different bidders so that he may study the capsule. So his main goal is to get his uh, his hands on the capsule, basically study it, or that's what he says so far.
1: Yeah, I, that's I was about to say, that's what he says at least. Right. Yeah.
0: And basically we just use Dory as the the middle person to get there.
1: She's our middleman or middle yep. woman.
0: Yeah, middle woman. This is the first time that we see Dory, so I th- I think she kind of fit the bill. She basically was exactly what I was expecting, but you don't really see too much of her.
1: Yeah, I was about to say it's um, you know, we only got a little taste, but so far like, you know, a- about what I thought.
0: I don't know if you watched Eternals, but this is kind of I felt I like unfortunately I
1: unfortunately did watch Eternals, yeah.
0: Yes. Um I kind of felt like it was like this where you got like tidbits of of some of the characters, but there were so many characters that they tried to introduce all at once that
1: Yeah. It starts to lose its grandeur.
0: Yeah. So you are then going to have a um training session with Al Haytham and uh, he'll, he activates the can knowledge, allowing you to use it on a second test. But I really didn't feel like there, there was very much like a difference. I'm pretty sure this was all just narrative, right? Yeah. Which kind of goes to show because when, after the performance, your performance literally increases by like less than a percentage. Pretty sure they mentioned that. <laughs> yeah. So like, to be fair, yeah, that's probably why I didn't even feel like that much. <laughs> so yeah, two days later we go, we find Dory in Port Omos. Um, Back where, you know, we kind of originally met her. And she gives us a photo showing where the auction uh, was concluded. And we go to give that news to Al-Haytham. The Traveler and Al-Haytham go to the meeting uh, place in Port Ormos, basically where that fight was going to happen. So we were kind of coming around full circle here. Who now have possession of the Divine Knowledge Capsule. And you fight this person who basically opens up a capsule, right? The Divine Capsule. And Mm -hmm. they're kind of like not maybe, like, possessed, but they definitely are, like, not themselves. Like, I I honestly, a very good parallel to this is it's probably, like, very similar to, like, how Deckard, like, hulks out in Arcane.
1: Yeah. Um, actually, that's that's a good way to put it, yeah.
0: Yeah, thanks. (laughs) Um, (laughs) so, you're basically just fighting, like, this overly strong but not so, like, he's not mentally there. Like, he's definitely not in his right mind. Yeah. And you fight him. When you do, we get, um, we get a cutscene that basically shows like what the divine capsule um does on the boss. Once it's all, all over, he does intend to return to the um the academia, but he doesn't have any leads on lesser lord Kusanali, but he does have the red divine knowledge capsule, and he's keeping it a secret because when the the guards come, he kind of like hides it, like he tucks it away. hmm So which instantly makes you very suspicious of Lytham
1: yeah I feel like there's a couple of things that i've I've always kind of yeah been on on edge with him, so uh, this is just another you know drop
0: in the barrel. I felt like we just got like straight up used by him honestly <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> I, I got that feeling too <laughs> and that's pretty much the end of Act one now act two is just a slew of stuff mm-hmm. um but not a whole lot at the same time. I guess you you are actually just like thrown right into it. Really, mm-hmm. what what starts off as a, as a normal day um, quickly becomes um, not not a a very like normal situation. So let's start like right because we 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 go to bed. We have like a a good night's rest, and when we wake up, it's time to head out. And this is right around the time that the Zabzeros festival is just starting. Yeah and we go to a du- a bunch of different places in the city of uh in Sumeru City and one of them is Ferris the Night of Flowers he has a candy stall and basically he has like a bunch of different containers he's hiding a Sunsetia candy in in a box and you need to guess which one it's in and I'm not telling you guys cuz I want you to suffer like I did so <laughs> um, if you thought that I was going to give you answers to the quest you're wrong um <laughs> But basically, um, it, it's like a little game that you play, and you can guess wrong, and you can guess right, but you have other chances. I'm going to leave it there. Later on, the these Eremite group comes over, and this is when I had some more respect for Dea, because she pretty much stepped up, and she basically told us to get the heck out of Dodge while she handled, like, five guys on her own. Yeah. So this is where... I kind of was just like, okay, maybe Day isn't a pushover. She's just kind of being like very passive right now.
1: I mean, I, she's still like it wasn't as much the pushover as much it was for the money. Like she's in it for the money. She likes money, right? So yeah, I don't, I don't think she's necessarily like yeah. She's she definitely. I think she's always been able to hold her own. She has, you know, a, a good bit of confidence about her. But yeah, it's just uh, she likes
0: money. Yep. So um, we escape. We leave with Dunyazad because basically Dunyazad is who the Eremites are after. Afterwards, we kind of have this like in this scene after we get away, we learn that Dunyazad has Elizar just like Kali does, mm-hmm. um, which is the sickness that they have, and there is no cure. And after this, we go to the Grand Bazaar back where we met uh, Nilu, and basically there is some people or some researchers basically. From the uh, academia, actually, one of them is a grand sage, and they're basically scolding Nilu because she is a dancer. She basically has a hobby in the arts, and she's not very like like knowledge hungry like they are. And they they're basically like talking down on her. Right. That's basically the end of the first day, and when we um we go to bed, and when we wake up, they th- basically the traveler knows or is realizing that something is strange. Yeah. But they do I I should say they they hear some strange things while they're sleeping and they hear a tone, right? There's like a like a ring or something. Yeah. Like a chime. And then when they wake up, it seems like the day is just repeating. Um and again, you you go to the stall With Ferris and his candy stall, you go talk to Nilu. You have the same uh, confrontation with the um, with the Aramites and everything. So basically, like the whole day is on like a loop, and the traveler kind of starts to catch on to this and decides, Mm -hmm. okay, I'm gonna go to the tavern and kind of do something different. But again. You go to bed at the end of the day, even though you did something a little bit different, and it's again you wake up and it's the same thing, and this kind of repeats a little bit, which is kind of yeah. what I was alluding to before. With there's a lot that goes on, but at the same time, it's pretty much like the same thing. Exactly. Um. So you get like three or four chances at Ferris's candy stall. <laughs> um. If if you're like me, you you guessed wrong like
1: every time except for the last one, basically. Yep.
0: Um and there is a scene where when you you do guess like that the um which one has the sunsetia candies in it you see nahida in the background mhm she's just kind of standing there um but but we we barely see her and then we kind of chase after her and this is where we meet nahida how do you like nahida
1: i like her i i i think that she's interesting i'll put it like that Um, that's
0: never a good thing whenever someone says interesting it's never a good thing so you're gonna have to elaborate
1: i just need to i i need to i feel like there's something more going on than even like from like later on that we know right and so like i am reserving my full judgment for that but i do like her as a character concept right what about you
0: i mean i i like her i don't like that she just talks in riddles the whole time I think that that's what makes her kind
1: of interesting, but I could see how it could get annoying.
0: <laughs> yeah. It definitely got a little annoying and they they, they kind of over to me they kind of overdid it because it, at that point the the Archon quest was already like super long at this point. Um
1: Oh, I think that's
0: probably what <laughs> part what kind of the problem it, was. Right. The Archon yeah. quest was so long already that when she started talking in riddles, I'm just like
1: And you you trucked through it super fast. So you were kind of just like, get
0: me to the end, I think. Yeah. I As a character, I, I do like her. Um. Mm-hmm. I still do feel like, now, again, just speculation, but I do still feel like she is Greater Lord Ruka Devada just in, like, child form. Oh, that's right. You did say that before. Yeah. I, I, I do truly feel like they are the same person, but that's, like, just me. I feel like she has this, like, internal struggle and maybe, like, this like, anxiety about being, a like, a great god, and, or maybe she just doesn't have the power right now, and she needs help, so she kind of just, like, not being in the limelight, very similar to, or very, like, opposite of how Raiden Shogun was, where right. she was just, like, this omnipresent, like, character, where she made herself known and was, like, I am, like, all-knowing, and basically, like, I will end you if I have to. Um, Right. So I think she's like pretty much like the polar opposite. Yeah, I guess so. So anyway, uh, Nahida basically gives us um, some information that the strange event that's happening is called a samsara happening, which is basically causing everybody to be stuck in the same day. Now, Junya is starting to basically progressively worse and worse, like her Elazar is getting progressively worse and worse. Mm -hmm. Now, the, the next part, I, I really want to talk about a little bit because we get a lot more and I know you Uh, in like a previous episode you did mention that you hated that we don't get a whole lot of dialogue from the main characters yeah where here you you get a ton it's just done in a different way where basically you're getting the traveler's thoughts out in the open and you're trying to figure out a puzzle basically as the traveler did you like this did you not like it
1: I did. I did like it. I mean, I'll like anything where I get more from the traveler themselves. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yes, I did. I did like um, that. That they did this. I would also just like more direct dialogue from them as well in the future.
0: Yeah, I kind of had the same feeling where mm-hmm. I, I'll have to admit the the kind of puzzle aspect of it was a little annoying.
1: Mm-hmm. I, I'm kind of with you on on that one but it's still better than nothing is how i kept putting it in my mind
0: that's true yeah i yeah. i kind of just took the the contemplation bubbles as like more lore it it didn't really help me understand what was going on honestly it just like i just liked it because it was giving me more information on what was going on
1: yeah i agree and it was something like a little new so i was like okay like i'm yeah. i'm down for that so
0: but to your point, I I do wish that they would just straight up make the traveler talk, especially yeah. in, especially in cutscenes.
1: Yeah, I just I find it super weird that like they'll have other characters voice like without any issue whatsoever, but then the traveler they can't get him to voice. Like, I mean, obviously I know that the that the guy that voices the traveler and the the girl version as well, like they want to do it. Um, oh yeah. Straight up, just a matter of, for some reason, Mihoya
0: does not care to have that part done, so. So you basically go to Dea and you're trying to con- um, convince Deya that this thing is happening, that this weird day or samsara happening is is occurring, um, and that the days are just kind of rolling into each other and just repeating. And you kind of go over this a little bit, and Deya can actually sense that Dunyazad is, is laying in the bed, where mm-hmm. Nahida's pretty much like kind of like watching her. I don't know how you would even like explain what is going on because they're in the samsara happening but but like Dunyazad isn't th- like Deya can't see her. I can't right. re- exactly remember like like why.
1: I can't recall, but it it was the whole situation was weird. Yeah. Um so
0: do you remember why? Well, I know they try to convince Dea with her great sword because she keeps talking about how her great sword is becoming dull. The traveler has already experienced this and knows that Dea's great sword is like getting duller, or it's not working because she sold her good one. Mm-hmm. That's how they basically convince her. Like she's about to say it, and then the traveler's like, "Oh, but your great sword," and she's like, "Whoa, well, how did you know that?" Yeah, but I don't remember why she can't sense dunyazad that's what i'm yeah there was something weird um but anyway basically you are trying to um convince daya that this event is happening and 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 like i said she does mention the um her great sword that she sold and that she's trying to get used to this other one which is like very dull apparently Mm -hmm. um and Nahida can't really give us the information. She is saying that we have to figure it out, and she kind of gives us hints, but says that we need to figure it out, or basically, like, our minds would implode. It's It kind of reminded me of, like, every movie that you see where you can't see yourself if you go back in time, because, like, you'll just go crazy. Right, right, right. So it's very, like, similar to that. Yeah. The day resets again, basically. The time loop continues, and you... Or the time loop theory is basically scrapped, because, like, you... You you know that it's not a time loop, um. Even mm-hmm. though it, it very much resembles a time loop, it looks like one, yeah. But you basically are trying different theories to basically figure out like why you are still experiencing the the next day. So you go, um, to Daya where the Eremites in that same day were going to try to uh, kidnap her, and you go there. And this time we go, we get straight to the point. We tell Day exactly what's going on, and she's kind of like fighting us on it. Like, she Mm -hmm. she very much, like, does not believe us with everything in the constant, like, memory wipe. Yeah. You then test the theory of leaving Sumeru City. Mm, that's right. And that's pretty much, like, the next theory is, like, well, maybe if we leave the city, then we won't repeat the day. And Paimon is very upset that we're leaving. Like, very upset. She's... Distraught that we're leaving her, <laughs> <laughs> we we pretty much don't really learn anything. I'm I'm pretty sure we still forget the mem. Uh, we still forget right what happened. So basically, when we come back, you we figure out that the Akasha system is being. We're being the dreams of everybody in Sumeru are being manipulated by the Akasha system that is basically given by the Academia. So the Academia yeah. is behind basically all of this, and whether that's like one person in the Academia or it's you know multiple yeah, higher that ups, thing we don't know. Yeah, we don't really know that right now, but we do know that it is the Akasha system that's doing it. But it's it's basically the. Because the Akasha is a manifestation of the God of Wisdom's power, the Academia is then therefore able to, like, manipulate it and use that. We are back with Nahida, back where we originally met her. We are revealed that, basically, um, we're we're there with Nahida, and Dunyazad is still laying down on the bed. She's, like, extremely sick because, like we said before, she's um, progressively getting worse and worse. And we find out that the whole point of the samsara is um zabzeros festival samsara is basically to is like a mass production of dreams mm-hmm. and Nahida basically says who am i and you can ch- i'm pretty sure it's the moon which we already kind of knew that we kind of already knew that like that she was the moon because mm-hmm. i'm pretty sure she says that the sun has been long gone or something like that
1: yeah um she she is the moon yeah Yeah.
0: And then we contemplate why the dream is about the Zabzeros festival. And then we remember uh, the the answer is basically about the Grand Sage's speech, which is basically um, the speech that the Grand Sage gives Nilu, And that's kind of how we come to the conclusion that that is basically like the source of of everything. Now, the day doesn't start as it should, because Nahida shares thoughts about everything um, with us. And she gives direction on how to break the dream and identify the host now that we've kind of figured it out with her hints. Now that our mind won- minds won't like go crazy. Um, right. We're basically able to know everything and she kind of just info dumps on us. And now we need to figure out who the host is. So it has to be somebody that we basically have been interacting with this whole time. So it could be Ferris. It could be. Um, another person that we really didn't talk about because it's just like an NPC. But basically, you relive the day, you go to the Eremites, and you basically tell Dea, this time we tell Dea, like, hey, leave, like, we're pissed off. Mm-hmm. The Traveler is, like, <laughs> extremely mad right now because Junya's yeah. out sick. Like, we're basically getting sick and tired of, like, living out this day. And we basically need to blow off some steam. Pretty so, much, yeah. So we fight a bunch of the... Eremites, um, Paimon remembers that Dunyazad needs to return to uh, her living quarters for something on the first day of the event, um, which we find is an elegu- uh, elegantly written note, and we have to go back to talk to Dunyazad, which is by the bench where she rests at. Once you originally would run away from the Eremites, you actually go you go back there because that's where you normally would go you fought the Eremites this time. And basically when the conversation is over, you return to watch the dance of Zeb Zeros. But I think we pretty much missed like a whole portion of this, right? We missed the part where Dunyazad is actually, um, is presumably dead. Oh, Yeah. So, um, so basically Dunyazad dies, right? Mm-hmm. Like this is like a very like sad moment. Like, yeah. I can't really remember. I know that HoYoverse has done this before where they made me care so much about an NPC, but this was, like, one of those moments. Right. Where, I don't know how you felt, but I definitely, like, got really emotional, honestly, when I found out that, like, Dunyazad died.
1: I did not get emotional, but I was, I was... Or I shouldn't say I did not get overly emotional, but I was certainly sad, yes. I generally make it, like, if if they don't have like a name like like, you know like a real character if they're not like one of those real characters and they're just an npc um an unplayable npc then i generally automatically don't care as much about them but i will say it was sad
0: gotcha so this will be the last episode of the residents because we're definitely going to get canceled after that statement (laughs) um (laughs)
1: i see people die in video games all the don't we kill people in this video game on a day i mean i've
0: seen people people want Dunyazad to be like a playable character really yeah (laughs) i I have not i have not
1: seen that at all i mean i was sad but i wasn't like i I will move
0: on from it i am sure of that (laughs) and i think right after we find out that she, that she dies is when that's when we actually go to fight the Aramites. Right. Cause we're really pissed off at this point. I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure that's how that works. Yeah. Basically we find out that the person that they are, the basically the academia is using one person as like the source of all of this to happen. And it's basically Nilu because she it has, we, we figure out that it, it has something to do with the festival and it has to be Nilu. So mm-hmm. um, we do figure that out, that it is Nihilu. And when um, Grand Sage comes over to basically yell at her, we basically step in, shut them down. And that is when we come back and we watch the dance of Zabzera's. Right. Um, how did you feel about the cut scene and everything?
1: That, I, I, I liked that.
0: Yeah. The dance, I felt like, could have been better, honestly. Like, not even just, like, the the quality of the dance, but I feel like we didn't get a whole lot of... The dance
1: of the dance itself, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I definitely agree. I liked the the cutscene though. Um, I thought it was still entertaining. I guess maybe I didn't expect that much to begin with. Um, mm-hmm. so maybe that was it, just more tempered expectations. But, um, yeah, I mean, I if I could have definitely had more of the dance, I would agree with you there. Mm-hmm. But I didn't think it was bad, yeah. Um,
0: I liked it. I just I didn't think it was bad either. Um I think you were still coming off the emotional high. Oh yeah. Like, I lost yeah. it when when uh so in the cutscene you do see Dunyazad's like ghost. Yeah. And she does come in and like the traveler and Paimon get all emotional and they start getting teary eyed <laughs> like during the dance and Dunyazad is like standing there like looking up at Nilu dancing and I got teary eyed. I got like emotional as hell. I get emotional. <laughs> it's like uh the the byproduct of having a child is like i don't know ever since i had my child i just get super emotional at everything so maybe that's it i haven't had yeah. that yet so that's yeah. why you'll experience it one day <laughs> <laughs> then you'll be like yeah i understand what you mean you just cry at everything now like when uh, when like woody leaves like the group in toy story 4 i like lost my like, whoa whoa lost whoa my stuff. i mean
1: i'm with you there like <laughs> i mean <laughs> I, I can certainly i have certainly like a dude and anime and stuff like that like i get emotional all the time but uh, i gotta say this was not up to that level for me
0: okay i read the, uh i read the newest chapter of my hero academia today and mm-hmm. i like legit legitimately started crying like on the toilet oh man I-, <laughs> I don't even want to tell
1: you how many times i cried my ass off on the toilet <laughs> watching, or uh <laughs> reading the mha manga so yeah
0: so anyway very beautiful scene we do not really know what's going on with dunyazad zod after this because we go to, we go to sleep and when we wake up it. It is a normal day. The the loop is broken. I know it's not a loop, but it the uh, the dream is ended. It basically was all a dream. And uh we, we do find that out and we go back to uh find Nahida because we don't really know what's going on with with Dunyazad. We don't really know. Um, but when we go there, we do see Catherine who's kind of standing over Dunyazad's bed. Mm-hmm. Um and and she is there. We we do talk to her. Lesser Lord Kusanali, who obviously is Nahida, basically takes over Catherine, right? Like, she's mm-hmm. talking through Catherine at this point. Yeah. Do you remember what we find out about Catherine? What we find out about Catherine in that moment? Yeah, Catherine from... Like, no. From was, the... Ad- what was
1: it? I hope I didn't skip past this. I, I think mean, you like, did. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> at certain at certain points, I, I'm speeding through. If it's been a really long time,
0: yeah. So, um, so during the quest, basically, Nahida takes over Catherine's body, mm-hmm. and, um, it it's kind of like it's like it's kind of ironic because, um, Nahida basically respects like people's free will, and that's kind of why she right. helps you, right? But, uh, Nahida explains that she would never actually take over someone's body but clearly she's here in front of Catherine. Right. And then Nahida actually explains that Catherine is a bionic Shneznayan puppet.
1: I straight up how did you I miss not... this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Which which tells you But that was always that was always the theory for a long time anyways. So right, like I'm the... not surprised to hear it but I'm glad they finally admitted it. Yeah.
0: Right. The theory because she always does do random stuff. And it yeah. I think like a lot of people who haven't really been paying attention, uh, just kind of assumed that Catherine was like a nurse joy, like just mm-hmm. a different person in every single right. area. But no, Catherine literally is a robot.
1: Yeah. I mean she would literally at her stand, if you would just be around her long enough, she'd go like beep boop and, and would say like, error. rebooting error, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So
0: very cool. So are we thinking that because she's a puppet that she was made by Sandrone?
1: Yeah, oh for sure.
0: Okay. One of the Harbingers. For those of you who haven't watched like yeah. that whole thing or have never seen anything with the Harbingers, but Sandrone is a Harbinger who basically like specializes in puppets and so we're we're pretty much thinking that, you know, obviously she could have been created by Sandrone. Mm-hmm. Um, but which is like really crazy. Like they just like drop that on you, especially if like you don't spend too much time or if you're like, you're like me where you run up to Catherine, you hand in your daily commissions and you bolt out, probably Mm -hmm. not getting too much about Catherine, but there were a couple of times where Catherine was like error. And I was just like, what? Like what? What did you (laughs) say? say? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but Duniazad is alive. She does live. Um, Mm -hmm. i really wanted her to stay dead, honestly. Yeah. I mean. I really did want her to – I really want I, – I, I hate plot armor more than anything, and I, I really hate it. I want I want them so badly to end somebody without bringing them back, like, very much like Signora right now. Um, right. But even, like, a main character. Like, I, I, I really think it would have been really cool if they just took Xiao um, from the chasm and just, like, kind of ended him. And, like, you just don't see him for a while. And then, like, they make it, like, an event to, like, come back. Or like a like an Archon's quest to like come back to the chasm to like add some replayability to the chasm, but also make it like a super important part to like bring him back because yeah the, because the characters that you have in your party are aren't actually there right so I just wish that they, it, they yeah had, it doesn't matter
1: if they're alive or not right right in, exactly in the game yeah
0: so I think that'd be really cool but I really did want Dunyasad to stay dead I not because I didn't like Dunyasad because I really did it's just. I don't know. The plot armor is just so thick in this game.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think that's one of those things where yeah, I think you might have to get used to it for this one, because I think there's a lot of plot armor built into everything. So, um, like I still think that there may be a decent shot at Senora coming back. So, <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> um, so, but basically that is the end of act two. Um, mm-hmm. if you're confused by the end of this episode, don't worry. You would have been just as confused, if not more confused, while playing through the actual story. So we're just trying yeah. to keep it canon for you.
1: There you go. Yeah. <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> but not, like, the easiest Archon quest to basically, like, to go through. It's
1: No, one of the more frustrating ones, I, I would say. Yeah. Let's wrap this up.
0: You ready for Wish of the Week? Wish of the Week. Yep. You want to so go first? I'm, um, I'm going to load up, but yeah whoever gets there first i'm in a yeah. little bit of trouble so i i may have to pull on the limited banner really and push my luck cuz i don't have any standard wishes and i don't want to spend any primos on a standard wish standard that's fair i don't even think i have i don't even think i have enough like leveling material so i'm i'm basically breaking every single rule in the book i've been pre farming for sino mm-hmm. um i've i've joked quote-unquote joke because I do somewhat believe that pre-farming is a bad idea for your luck but I have been pre-farming for Sino where I have basically everything except for some of like his like I need some more talent level up materials but I wanted to be able to have enough materials to get him to 90 which I have but I've been pre-farming for him I don't think I have any characters that are like level one that I could level them up to level 20 real quick to get a, a free fate um, and I kind of don't want right. to spend the leveling material because I'm saving it for Sino. Actually, you know what? Why don't you go first? Because I have, I need to get two more Crystal Marrow from Inazuma so I can get Aloy to level 50 and then I'll be able oh, to. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's, we're at the bottom of the barrel here, folks.
1: Okay. Uh, well, I mean, <laughs> a pull is very quick, so you better hurry up, I suppose. Um, all right. Unless you pull a five star. it. There's well, I, I'm super close, so that is a very real possibility, right? Because, um, I think my, I think I'm at, what was it like, eighty five now or something like that, something ridiculous.
0: Whoa, wait, really? Yeah. Do you only have one standard pool left? Like, do you have one standard like fate pull left, or do you have um, mul- like do you have multiple fates? Is what I'm asking.
1: I only have one fate that i have not pulled on for this show standard fate
0: oh and then you don't have any more
1: i don't have any more
0: gotcha okay
1: right now yeah but i've been yeah it's just my number is is stacked right. um all right here we go okay and, uh, blue uh. how is this possible how like i genuinely think that it might be screwed up or something now because it doesn't make any sense I'm at, like, 80, because, like, I don't know exactly how much, because it was, it's, like, past a certain time period, Mm-mm. so some of them are, like, back behind that time period, but, mm. um, so no longer even lists when I got my last one, but I remember a while ago, whenever it did, it was already at, like, 70, and it no longer shows it now, and I, I'm, I think I pulled, like, 15 at least since then, so...
0: Gotcha. Yeah, I
1: feel like I'm at like 85, almost 90 even now. This is pretty crazy.
0: Yeah, that is wild. You're gonna get it one of these times, and we have a shop refresh, so you'll probably get it on like the next episode. Uh, I
1: have to get it on the next refresh. Yeah. yeah.
0: All right, so I'm gonna go. I I did. I got my two crystal marrow alloys now, level 50. It's just a blue. It's so sad.
1: Yeah, the blues always feel sad. It wasn't like whenever I pulled on the Discord, I got. Five-star, five-star, five-star.
0: <laughs> yeah, two Yelans in a row, yeah. It doesn't yeah. help that we're, like, saving all of our limited wishes for Sino and, like, we're doing a huge, like, pool stream event, like. Yeah, but I'm glad
1: that we're, I'm glad we're doing that for sure.
0: Yeah. How many primos do you have now? Let's do, like, a quick Prima Gem update for, like, I know that we're, I know we're both throwing down some money for Sino, but what are you at, like, right now, PrimaGem-wise? 20k, just about. 20k? Yeah. Oh man, I thought I was catching up. Nope. Dang. What are you 9,500. 9, nah, stay down. Wow. <laughs> With only five limited fates. <laughs> um, if you guys are interested, you can join our Discord. There's a link in the description. I'm going to say it at the end of this Um, after we do our quick question of the week. But we are doing a pull stream, Pharaoh and I, where we go side by side. We are going to try to pull the same amount, at least for the stream, we'll pull the same amount. We're going to make a game out of it where we're going to buy each other Welkins and um, we're going to set up, I'm going to probably set this up this week where you can basically vote to see who is going to pull the most Sinos Mm -hmm. and out of that pool, whoever does, we'll do a giveaway, like a randomized giveaway for that pool uh, Mm -hmm. to win a Welkin. So that'll be fun to do. Um, But that's going to be Friday, October 7th. And right now I have that set for, 8 p.m. my time so I hope that works for you
1: yeah that works for me actually
0: but yeah if you guys are interested in that definitely join the discord and check that out because you're gonna win some win some welkins you're gonna see one of us be in pain hopefully <laughs> neither of us in pain I hope we get the same hopefully we'll both be happy yeah yeah <laughs> like, <laughs>
1: I do ultimately want us both happy and with you paying yeah. me a, for a welcome welcome moon that's what I yeah
0: want. <laughs> sure uh question of the week you have to make a team, this by Decim in our Discord, you have mm-hmm. to make a team for a tournament of games, one member for each game. The games are Chess, Connect 4, Blackjack, and Monopoly. Who are you picking? For fun, grand prize is a gazillion Mora. <laughs> oh,
1: boy, hold on, let me pull up a list of characters too.
0: Oh, okay, yeah, 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 good point. Because I want to do this legit. So, the first one is Chess. By the way, no bug fighting on there? What are we thinking, people? (laughs) No beetle fights? Yeah, like, I I can't believe that's not on there. All right, first one? Okay, first is Chess. I have my character for Chess. Okay, I think I have, yeah, I have mine for Chess as well. Okay. um, What's yours? I'm going to go first. Um, I'm going to choose Ayato. Oh, okay. (laughs) In Ayato's character story... He is actually playing a Japanese form of chess with Toma at the start. When you go to talk to him, was so he? I, yeah. So I feel like he was it Shogi. Shogi is that what it's called?
1: Yes. Oh, that's right. Shogi. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was just. I was thinking. I, or, I was like, that's such a random pick. All right, but <laughs> you're right. If, if yeah, get was on my case, level. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. All right. I see you, but.
0: Yeah, so I think Ayato would be perfect. I I would choose Toma. I kind of want to, like, choose Toma just because I feel like, honestly, he'd probably be better than Ayato at the game, Uh, ironically. But I am going to choose Ayato because I I really dig Ayato, and he drinks lots of boba.
1: I mean, you've already lost, though. To you? Yeah, you've already, you realize that my character will destroy yours. Because it's Kokomi. Kokomi oh
0: that's a good one I really like that. yeah I mean yeah like yeah I get it like chess like she game was before. a genius
1: she was a genius battle strategist so <sighs> you're right
0: that is a good one <laughs> uh, uh, okay let's all right yeah I, I mean all right I, I kind of give you that one I kind of give you that one. Um, the next one is. By the way, is... people, wait, wait.
1: Can we type this out like uh, this? Like we pick this, each one of us pick. Because I would love for people to like vote in on the Discord to see what they think. Are you typing it out?
0: But that's a good one. Okay, Connect Four is the next one. Okay, Connect Four. Something
1: that's well. Okay, no, I'm not going to tell you my strategy. <laughs> <laughs> you don't get that at me. <laughs>
0: yeah, I was going to say Connect Four is like such a simple game, but okay uh, mm. what
1: what what before i use up a bullet in the chamber here what were the other <laughs> games again oh um It's monopoly was another one
0: blackjack and monopoly blackjack and monopoly i have i have my i have my monopoly one you have your monopoly one?
1: Oh, i already know what your monopoly one is uh. <laughs> um okay uh. i think i have mine yeah i i think i know who i'd go with do you want to go first again no, you go. You go
0: first with with uh. Right. With, so we'll alternate. Uh, we'll alternate. Yeah.
1: Okay. So for me, I'm going to go with Gene for this one.
0: For Connect Four.
1: For Connect Four, because okay. once again, she's not my top tier pick of anything, but she's very intelligent and she knows about strategy.
0: Okay. Yeah. 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 For sure. So yeah. Definitely. I'm gonna go with Yalon. Yalon? Yep. Because I feel like. Kind of similar to chess connect Four is like very simple, but I feel like Yelan is always like one step ahead of somebody else. Mm -hmm. And they're good at like leading them on into like, into the way that she wants them to go. Right. I mean, so I think Yelan definitely would take that.
1: Here's, here's a question. Are we allowed to pick characters that we've, that either one of us has already picked for future games?
0: No, 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 I'm cutting that, I'm getting that rule out there right now. Okay. I mean, you can, like, if you didn't, if you want to pick a character that I picked already for one of your different games. No, that's what I mean,
1: like, are we, well, we should, we should, we should get them out of it, we should, it should be, to be fair, because otherwise I feel like there would be a lot of crossover, it should be once a character is picked, period, by either one of us, they can no longer be picked.
0: Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, but what if we want to pick right. the same character?
1: Well, then we have to pick someone else. Oh, right, okay. F- cards. cards. I hate next.
0: this because you have the last one. That's not fair. That's not fair. I'm pissed. That's not fair. So you're first on this one. All right, here. I'll tell you. I'll tell you what. Oh, nope. I pick cards. Okay. Sino. Boom. Dang it! That was the one that I was (laughs) going (laughs) to (laughs)
1: pick. I was hoping you wouldn't think of him because he's not released yet. (laughs) (laughs) You got to type your... uh... But but you know what? This was the weakness that I was thinking about for him. We don't know if he's good or not at it yet. We just know that he likes to play it. He may be a loser at it. Nope.
0: He's not a loser. <laughs> Don't just start talking crap on your favorite character because.
1: Oh, I'm not saying that doesn't make him any worse, in my opinion. I, he just very well might be terrible at playing cards. Um, I'm going to go ahead and pick uh, Zhongli then for that. I feel like he could absolutely hold his own at any kind of card game for sure. Hmm. He's He's I mean, literally seen all the tricks because he's so old.
0: I mean, I guess, but I feel like you're, I mean, whatever. I mean, I guess if that's, if that's what you're going for, mm-hmm. I mean, that's a weak pick compared to Sino, but there wasn't really much you could do. I don't,
1: you don't even know if Sino's good or not. We don't, he you could, don't know.
0: Zhang Li <laughs> like, is like, I feel like he's like,
1: Zhongli we know to be very intelligent.
0: I mean, yeah, he's intelligent, but I think, I, at, I don't know. Dealing with cards. He's that's bad with money. He's bad with money. So like blackjack is like, that's like a game that like you're you're like betting money he he's bad he's, he's broke. bad
1: with he's bad with spending money, but you know what he's been around for a super long time and he has held a position at the or where no he owns his own business, he's a business owner, right he mm-hmm. knows what he's doing
0: okay if you say so well, yeah the people he's the people navigated the political
1: her- field of the gods like yeah. He's he's got
0: this. He's I mean, he's this. not very. I mean he g- he gave up his gnosis, so I don't know. You you tell me. <laughs> because
1: of reasons that I, we will know later yeah, on. I know, yes, I
0: know. Okay, mm-hmm. Monopoly.
1: Monopoly. Well, <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and say Ningguang for this. Oh, that's a good one. Oh, I know who. Oh, is I wonder if. Okay, you already know who. My I'm next going one to is. write down. I'm going to write down right here because I'm curious to see if I'm correct or not. And I don't want anyone to think that I'm just <laughs> saying it after you say it. So hold on one second. The second you say yours, I'm going to hit enter on my thing. Okay. So, so wait, you go ahead
0: and. Wait, hold on. Hold on. Okay. Okay. Do you like, know who
1: you're picking yet or no?
0: I mean, I'm kind of on the fence now because I wasn't expecting you to pick, pick Ning Wong, which was really good because that like totally fits her. Like I feel like. Yeah. Mine is going to be a good pick, but it's not going to be as good as that because that is, like, top tier pick. Top tier, yeah. Because I'm I'm kind of deciding on two. Um...
1: Damn, I would have had top of the class for everyone then if I would have reversed the order and we would have done uh Get out of here. one last. Or I mean, second to last, rather. Darn it.
0: There's two. There's two that I'm, that I'm thinking because one of them is, like, all right, I'm just going to go for it. Mm-hmm one of them's a five star and one of them's a four star but i'm going to choose yeah I'm, I'm sticking with my answer dory uh
1: okay that was good i thought you were going to say mona
0: no no just because i mean she's
1: a particularly i suppose she isn't particularly good at keeping money but she loves money so i thought that you were going to She's think that. good
0: at spending it on herself which is good yeah
1: yeah dory's a solid option i i don't know if it's the best option but it's oh it's no Ningguang sure. is
0: definitely I mean is all about like money management, but also buying property, which she is exactly. like Exactly. She literally like v- does it. <laughs> right. So So
1: Okay. So let's see let's see who would be the winner out of the ones that we have here. Okay. okay. I yeah. would say that and we can see if the people agree afterwards, but for me chess, I would say chess goes to me.
0: Get out of here. I tell literally chess plays goes to me. Literally chess plays chess. No. Coco no. me
1: <laughs> Coco no. Me was uh, Beating Inazuma with nothing because she was such a genius battle strategist. No way. Bro, no way, she
0: was soaking up the sun in Watatsumi Island, just she like was chilling out. She wasn't even on the battlefield.
1: King, a real king does isn't on the battlefield, bro. Are you kidding me? Do you see generals out on the field? No.
0: Yeah, Goro was out on the field. He's a general. No, boom. Gener- boom oh, okay, okay, Boom.
1: I'm talking, I'm talking general that, that actually controls everything, not like a battlefield general. I, this is I mean, we're easily... Talking about- people will have to decide here. Kokomi is number one for sure.
0: No, Ayato okay. literally plays the game. He literally <laughs> does it. I mean, I get what you're I get what you're... chess.
1: He's playing a, a chess adjacent first of all. So, no, well, he doesn't literally play the game. He's and Kokomi's playing, playing kind with kind of Bish.
0: Get out of here. She's go fi- <laughs> if if one of the games was go fish, I'd give you Kokomi. Next all one, right. Connect 4.
1: Connect 4, I feel like I feel like you beat me here.
0: Yes, definitely. I okay. definitely feel like gene was a weak pick for you i don't feel
1: i don't feel like gene was a weak pick but i feel like my my picks for that would have been i feel like Yamiko. risk would have
0: been a good one for gene who risk would have been a good one for gene like a board game like risk
1: oh yeah yeah i mean that, that would have been good as well i i think that gene like even whenever i picked gene i was like it's i know it's not the best but it's the best i could think of at the time so mm-hmm. It was either Ye Miko or Jean that I was gonna pick for that one. Okay. So, although I feel like Yamiko would just yeah. talk you as you like whatever you did on the board, she would yeah, just and then tr- would win. troll your and would ass win. the whole time. Yep. And then would win. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I probably should have just went with her actually. But um, <laughs> okay. So I feel like the, the W goes there for you. Yep. Thank you. All right. And then we have. And then again. This is this is undetermined. I feel. This like, is not undetermined. This undetermined. Is undetermined we don't know if he's good or not
0: he may be you so, can say the same thing about zhongli though
1: i i agree but we know we know the attributes of of zhongli so it comes down to how does sino actually act what are his because he may be great right but they may show a scene of him specifically playing cards and losing terribly so have time will tell. I never to see
0: leaks so bad in my life. On
1: this one. <laughs> time will tell on this one. So that's undecided. Okay? And then we move on to the last one, which is Monopoly. I pick Ningguang. Hands down,
0: I win. I mean, yeah, that one, you, that you one's do uh, win. I feel, like, yeah. I, yeah, I feel like Dory is a solid pick, not going to lie. But I do feel like when it comes to the money aspect, I feel like maybe they both win, but when it comes to buying the property and like controlling mm-hmm. like the the locations, definitely goes to Ningwang. Yeah, so I do give you that. Your
1: connect four is my monopoly, basically. Like that's your like True. Yeah. yeah. You definitely win. Yeah. So, so basically so at the end is... of the day, we have let me let me sum it up. <laughs> we have each one of us has one undisputed, right? And oh, then yeah, and we for have sure. And then we have one, which is debatable, but definitely goes to me. Get uh, out of here. <laughs> and then Get for, here. The, for the last one, I straight up, I agree in thinking that is it's undecided until we see how Sino plays out. That's it.
0: I'm digging. I'm lore digging right now. I'm pissed. <laughs> Going back to our previous (laughs) news topic to see what kind of like lore they gave us for Cino. If he's bad, I'm going to be so mad. I'm going to
1: laugh so hard if he's bad because I I think that's a legitimate. I could totally see him getting wasted and playing cards as like his. He's not getting wasted. As his shtick whenever he's, you know, dealing with the day. Goes to the bar at night and just gets wasted and plays some cards and loses money, dude. I could see it easily.
0: No, but
1: you know who's always on his game, Jung No way. He always knows what he's doing. That,
0: he, that broke. That broke guy ain't doing nothing. <laughs> so there oh, we here go. Here you go. Here you go. Here you go. What? These are some voiceover chats with Sino. Mm-hmm. A okay. quote: Luck can swing the results of a single game. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. That I'm sounds. Never... That sounds like a Listen, gambler's a boldest, uh... anthem. <laughs> <laughs> What are you talking about? <laughs> In my free time, I like to play Genius Invocation TCG with other people. Being able to express so much creativity and variation within a working rule set makes it more than just a game. It's an art form. Boom. Oh, no, no, no. Right there. No, That I feel
1: like that's a point against it. Because right there, he's not talking about, like, the brilliant strategy side of it. He's talking about, I love pictures, bro. Like, that that's okay. fun. I love
0: You're the literally- art of it. Literally, Sino's hobby is to play this TCG game. Okay, mm-hmm. Zhang Zhang Li's hobby is literally going and sitting on a boat and talking about himself to people who don't know who he actually is.
1: But that's the thing; he may be terrible at it. Like we
0: don't know, if and then Sino's works actually with dead terrible. people. That's <laughs> literally, and then works with dead people. That's it. They're all.
1: <laughs> I'm telling you right now, <laughs> he's gonna be bad at it. We're gonna see a scene of him just getting terrible results as uh, from playing this game.
0: Listen. I think you're wrong.
1: I'll probably be beating him into the ground in the TCG game anyways. Like we'll see firsthand as I just destroy him. Oh so. my <laughs> god. But the people can decide this one too. Get in the comments in the Discord. We will have some way to vote on this because we have to. There's no way I will, end, no this show. Way to I will beat. end I will end this show. <laughs> okay, that's the end of our episode. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: more that that was a really good one. If anyone can think of more stuff
0: like that, that one's very That good. was a really fun one. And before we sign off, just want to give a special thank you to our patrons, our Favonius Knight soupy Thank you for supporting this podcast. Uh it's greatly appreciated. And we also like to thank our Adepti, Pedro, thank you very much for supporting this podcast at the Adeptus Tier. Is super appreciated, and Zhongli definitely appreciates your sacrifice. Okay, that's the end of our episode. Pharaoh, where can they find you? All right, you guys
1: can uh, check me out on Chronicles of Runeterra. It's a League of Legends Arcane podcast, focusing on Arcane specifically right now, as well as all the other shows that are coming down the pipeline. And um, then you can also check me out on Dislike Directive, um, also the Directive Network, discord.me forward slash the Directive.
0: guys want to get a hold of the show we have a discord discord.me forward slash the resonance where we do awesome things in there um it's really fun so come check it out come hang out with us uh also on twitter instagram uh hoyo lab all at at hoyo cast um but other than that this has been another episode of the resonance uh when we come back we will literally have version 3.1 so i'm really excited about that Mm -hmm. probably going to be spoiler free Next week I I think we should probably just do spoiler free yeah, and just definitely. give our general thoughts on like the the Great Red or the Great Red Sea or yeah, yeah the Great Red Sea yeah Great Red Sea and all that and um and we'll leave the spoiler territory stuff for the week after um so enjoy the update and we'll talk to you guys next week.